hello guys it's lena here and welcome back to my show and discussing topics so uh today is like um another regular day and i decided to talk about or rather let's discuss as i usually say about the topic and if you're new here please um like share subscribe depending on the app you're using and also please download that would actually help me with my podcast and thank you so the topic is um i saw on twitter that someone wrote uh, said parents saying quote i know my child will forever be the funniest joke so what am i trying to bring here to the table is um some people uh like for example when we are growing up we kind of um stick to our parents and sometimes parents like overdo in some ways uh like um trying to uh, force it to do things that you don't want like for example some people don't like um like there is we have christianity which is we have different types of churches and for example if your parents um maybe all of you grew up in a catholic church or catholic um, place some parents would like you to follow in their footsteps maybe you might choose or might have loved another church and they wouldn't find it very appealing or appeasing to uh, leave um, the particular church that you grew in to go to another type of church so that is currently happening to me because i grew up in a catholic church but then we changed to a church called uh, it's, a, it's a pentecostal church apostle uh, sorry it's not apostolic um, it's called watchman and i love going to winners which is under pentecostal church but my parents or rather my dad actually sees this as a bad thing that i'm leaving the church that they are going through to uh, attend another one but i'm just trying to you know give them the space give them the time because i have only a little time with them so let me just give them that respect that i'm living in their house so i have to do as they say not like in every situation but in some ways because given that my parents are africans they kind of take care of any small um thing that you do like a bad thing they, they kind of take it as if you're you're trying to uh, rebel against them so i'm trying to show them that yeah i'm still the good kid that they know so but there will be a time whereby i can't listen to whatever they are saying which by that time i would have moved into my own house and you know, feeding myself and all that so i can take care of myself by myself and um so back to the topic so some parents uh, feel like they know their child because they grew up under them and they um kind of um know everything like when they are going out and when they are coming in like some parents when some when a, a, a child does something wrong and you tell the parents like no why this is my child i know my child from top to bottom i know everything about them like they won't believe maybe the child did something bad and that's how the situation that's how some the society is so right now uh what am i trying to say someone in the comment said that uh their parents like most of the parents don't even know what their child is doing outside of home your child might be a good child in your house but when he or she goes out there could be a rubble who knows no one knows you don't know somewhat deep down and we have a saying in um 
in my language that you don't let me translate it in english because i can't i've forgotten the the, the proverb or uh, forgotten like how to say it in Igbo. so let me say it in, in in english it means that i can only swear for the child that is in my tummy like you have you are pregnant for example you're pregnant and you have a child you are, you have a child in your in your stomach and you have a child like you're crying a child at your back so you can only swear you can only take an oath for the one in your tummy not for the one at your back because you could be going out you could be um going to the market and then the one at the back takes something from a shop you aren't going to notice but the one that is inside your belly you know that he or she can't come out so it's only the one that is in your belly that you can take an oath for not the one at your back so what am i trying to say some parents they they they, they see um they think they know much about their children but no they don't because the way that some kids are being uh, treated or being uh, taken care of or how they get they grew up is is kind of um appalling appalling in the sense that um some parents don't let their children to do anything like they, you can't go out you are being too strict so if the child has one just at least a minute of uh, of peace if in a minute of breath of fresh air the child is going to do worse than someone who has been going out i've seen some kids who um who usually like if their parents let them go out so uh whenever they come back they actually know what the world looks like but because if you keep protecting them the day that they actually go out and see how, how the world is they will be surprised they might even fall into the wrong hands like my mom has this saying that if uh, your child is growing up teach them sex education teach them everything that you have to know like don't tell them that if they go and if they go close to boys if they even as far as touch boys they're going to get pregnant no you're actually going to get them scared some might even grow up hating men like not being able to communicate with men that's what most of the time some some people turn to um sorry to say these lesbians and basically you can't if that's a, a bad thing in africa actually but in other countries no problem and also it also it also makes someone to be timid and you know when they go out and someone shows them some things that it's inappropriate they see it as wow this is like a very huge uh opening eyes or something so my mom when i was small she taught me that it's not like a guy will touch you guys will have sex before you can get pregnant you and whenever a guy is approaching you like trying to touch your private parts don't let don't, don't let him so my mom lets us watch all those movies not like sex movies but at least movies that um includes kissing then because she said you she would actually call you to say watch it watch it right now see how it's done because if you see it and someone approaches it tomorrow maybe a pervert or something and trying to do this to you you know that yeah this is not actually good but if you haven't actually witnessed it before and someone tries it you likely to you're likely to communicate with the person you're likely to try it also with the person because you haven't actually seen something like this so parents trying to um they are trying to protect their children they're also spoiling them in that part so um also restricting your child to going out is, is it has a bad side of it it also has a good side in the sense that they can be protected by power they can be protected by people 
who are not of this world <laughs> like that's how i put it not like they are humans but they don't have inhumane feelings so um but it has the downside is much more bigger than the uh, upper side because um being being out there teaches you a lot of things it teaches you how to deal with life this is how to um uh follow it this is how to avoid things that could result in uh, future problems so someone here says i don't tell my parents every detail of my life but definitely they know me i think most people don't know yourselves there's no way your parents doesn't know you unless you have no relationship or never spoke and parents know their child especially a mom someone others also say lol i know i know a lot of parents claim to know their child but they only know what the child chooses them to let chooses to let them see now for the second part i'm going to go for the second comment some children like because they are too res- they are restricted to of going they are restricted of doing a lot of things like some parents see other children as a bad influence to theirs so the children tend to hide things from them i and my sister grew up not hiding things from my mom the only th- time i hid things from my mom is when i actually did something bad in school something bad in the sense of maybe i got into a fight or someone uh so someone is bullying me so that is the only time because i know that when my mom comes to the school everywhere will scatter like she will, she will try and go and even and that's kind of embarrassing that was embarrassing for me not like she she she's some kind of person but because people my classmates start seeing me as someone who is not even strong enough to speak for themselves like they'll be like you are a mommy's girl mommy's always coming you know to save you so i had to cover up something so that i could fight for myself so i could show them that yes i'm not mommy's girl so i could also um tackle it by myself so that tomorrow so, uh, like i will know how to deal with things i won't always rush home to tell her so one time i spoke to a guy and he asked me um so as the guy was you know um we call it toast in nigeria but the guy was weighing me so i i later explained everything to my mom because i saw her as my best friend and most people here might you know say oh this guy you, you just uh, um tell mom everything but my mom is my best friend who i know that is, she has passed through all these stages before and she is the only one that could that can guide me enough because some guys they are just there for your body they are just there to use you and dump you so I rather see that my mom is the best person or my dad is the best person to talk to. So I usually tell them and I tell them, please, if you see the person on the road or you ever meet the person, please don't harass them. Just leave them. I'm just trying to tell you this. If it's the one that I don't like or if it's also the one that I like, I tell them. I tell them, what do I do in this situation? So, and it has helped me a lot in the sense of... um, has helped me with how to speak to guys it has me how to approach them it has also helped me how to know the ones that are real and the ones that are not so and some guys they do come into your face and you know flash you cars flash you money and flash you gifts you know expensive things and you kind of think oh these people they have me in mind but they don't actually do so um well for the first one that says yes your child you can definitely know your child because that's your child that's that's i'd say your mom if your dad can't know everything about you if i see your mom your mom knows when you got your first period your mom knows when you got your first kiss but some children don't tell their their their, their parents anything because of the way their parents guard them 
so it's like when they see freedom it's it means a lot to them they would they would rather lie they might tell their moms i maybe i'm going out to study with my friend today and she's not going she's not actually going there and you see some of these kids might turn up being pregnant getting pregnant out of wedlock and usually it happens to teenagers not even those that are above 20 years happen to teenagers at least from the age of 13 to um, the age of 17 so they get pregnant out of wedlock because of the way their parents um kept them they didn't let them explore exploring like our principal would say is very good especially for the girl child and the boy child because when you let them explore when you let them not like exploring the sense of getting bad getting bad behaviors but when you let them explore know the difference between good and bad i think everything is going to fall out fall into place but when you let them um uh you know um know things by force know things out of uh you know out of out of the blues it's going to shake them just like just look at it as a way that someone who hasn't gotten their period like someone who's a late bloomer maybe someone who hasn't experienced puberty and all of a sudden the person clocks 20 and he says and the person he or she is experiencing puberty all at once there's acting there's period there's cramp there's this and that so it's going to be a lot for the person it's going to be a lot for them to handle like one time I got to talk because I interacted with boys more. I spoke with some boys and we were talking and you know, we started talking about naughty things and they were like, How come you know about all these things, both sex and everything? I said, Yeah, I know about it because me and my mom we discuss about it. Like when even I was in school that we were taught in biology class about the male and female reproductive organs, I came back home, I discovered my mom, we started talking about it, she started showing me things and you know it kind of became like a normal thing for me it kind of became like a normal thing for me so i don't see it like someone say oh girl can we you know have sex i'm like are you are you okay you understand what i'm trying to say like it's not like a new thing i'm not, not like trying to explore them because i already know what's in the body i really know what is in the body of a man i already know what's in the body of a woman so it's only when i get i get a boyfriend or fiance that i can now say okay yes this is what i actually want but if imagine if i wasn't trained in that manner then that would have been like very gory because once a guy talks something about sex or something i would i would i would be prone to know more and then being that some guys are very shabby some some guys are very you know sloppy and all that they would kind of try to uh, take me into their room and say okay come let me show you the proper way that is done and me being that i'm very naive and all that i'll probably join him so you see this is this is what i'm trying to say parents should let their kids go like let them explore so that they will they will be open to you don't be too strict if you are too strict your child will start hiding things from you like essential things that you really really need and the worst thing that could happen to a parent is when your child is hiding things from you like you and your child are supposed to be like partners not like partners in a sexual way though but you and your child are supposed to communicate on a higher level like oh dad i'm going doing to do this dad i'm going to do that but sometimes because of the characters of most parents the child tends to shy away the, the child doesn't approach them at all and they they tend to be strangers to them you know imagine you living in a house with your kids you don't even know what is going on with them or maybe some sometimes most of the parents are working they, they, they overwork that they don't even know what is happening both in school 
and when something bad goes to the children it has already been, it has already been too late which means they could they can't work something out on it fast so what am i trying to say in all this parents should please see that strictness of routine they should just cut it down to at least 50 percent they should be jovial i've seen parents that do not joke with their kids like they tend to see that oh i'm the man of the house and the man of the house you can't joke with me like seriously me and my mom we joke a lot i call her sort of name but that does not mean that i've never insulted my mom before i've never insulted her all my life i could call her i could name call her anything i call her big head i call her say look at your look at your shabby feet. and she will start laughing she will see it as as a joke but because she knows me she really knows me deep down and if someone my mom told me one day that if someone even comes and tells her that i stole something for her she's going to like use got last to chase the person away but if someone tells her that i took i took chewing gum or i took um like um the person's phone to play games or kill the person's battery that she's going to believe them but outside that or someone tells her that i saw your kid in in a very shabby place that uh, there were guys that were smoking there is like a, a den of slots a den for slots that she's not going to believe that because that's the amount of trust my mom has in me and same with my elder sister my elder sister focused on her studies after her studies she immediately got married so people up to now still use her as a good example to their other kids they'll be like ah can't you see golden can't you see what she has achieved and there is no greater blessing there is no greater happiness that comes so when a parent uh the child does well both in school and later gets married and is also doing well like other parents are going to use you as like don't you want to be used as a good example like don't you like it don't you don't you feel that glory don't you feel that honor don't you feel that happiness that comes with oh someone is using you as an as a good example because <laughs> using it as a bad example can it can cause many things it can cause you not to get a job it can cause you not to get someone that is that is going to love you it can, can cause you a lot of things so please guys i'm talking to both parents and the, the kids now i'm not going to call them kids both teenagers are monks so everybody are the same please parents call down on the on the on the strictness and also please try to know what is going on in your kids life it's very very important this is for all parents try to know what is it take your time even though you are working at least one day take one day off call them explain to them talk to them joke with them that's that that that, that build up relationships now when you have whenever something bad happens you are going to blame yourself and also kids please try and talk to your parents even though they don't make an effort you try and make an effort to talk to them i am very sad that me and my dad we don't have that relationship but i try my best like sometimes i do joke with him even though i know that he's very strict but i'm trying my best to make him see make him have a softer side like this is how he, he was this is how he, but not that he has always been like not that he has always been like this but i don't know i don't know whether it's because of as he's you know aging so the thing is coming in more but try your best tell your parents everything because they're the one that are going to they're the one that are going to guide you i've seen many people that are orphans that say if only their parents were alive to guide them they wouldn't be where they are today so please guys try and communicate with your parents it's very good
like you could you can learn things that you can't even learn from other people i saw on twitter one day that there was this guy that was asking people for 200 dollars just for some minutes with them he's not even a psych a psychologist he's not even a doctor he's not even someone who is like certified to 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 say things like he always against women and he's saying that he's a, a, a what do you call them alpha male something so i don't believe anything i see on social media because someone might be doing that and at the back of social media the person might actually be a simp like someone that seems for women so i don't believe things are actually on social media i believe that if i want to go like it's just like going to uh, someone who just uh, went to the hospital to get treated and came back and said oh i'm a doctor i can treat people no you have to show me your certificate before i believe that you are a real doctor and you can you know work on me so what am i trying to say in all this please try so that you won't get into a very deep shit that you won't that you will not like that you won't be regretting your life i know many people that have regretted there was this um girl that we went to the same school she she got pregnant and that's how her career died although she's trying now but that's how if she had furthered her education who knows what she have been by now maybe she might have been a doctor she might have been a lawyer and she was very intelligent and also she was very, very good, a very good footballer so you see what i'm trying to say talking to your parents communicating with people who are because in africa we believe that people are older than people who are older than you not like everybody that are older than you have sense like you understand but at least majority of them knows the advice that are going to be good for you because majority have majority of them has passed through these stages like me now as a for example if i if i grow old with all this kind of wisdom and everything i also give it to people i also advise uh, younglings who are also growing up so you see in all these things we are just one we are just there you know we are just there looking we are just there waiting so please don't be a ticking time bomb <laughs> be rather a bomb that explodes in a very good way like a, a puffy bomb so that would be all for today i will be seeing you guys on the next one please if you are here and maybe you just um saw this podcast for the first time please like and subscribe depending on the app you're follow- you are using please also follow and please download because that would help the podcast go a long way i need to hit like 1k please at least from now till august thank you for listening i will see you when you see me bye welcome welcome back to my channel happy new year and merry xmas has passed although i know that i didn't make podcast for like um two months or so so i just want to say welcome you guys back to my show at discussing topics and if you're new here please like and subscribe depending on the podcast app you're using it's your host here lena and today we're going to be discussing about the subject or the topic that's not subject i don't know but whatever you call it uh called parenting i know some people might say uh what's parenting or if you go to the definition of the ones that um the dictionary has given us it says the process of parenting is the process of taking care of children until they're old enough 
to take care of themselves. Now, mark the last part of the, um, or should I say the last words of the of the sentence. Now it says, until they're old enough to take care of themselves. Because I'm going to use this as an example whenever I diverge more into this particular topic. So now, there are four types of, uh, main types of uh, parenting. The first one is pessimistic. The second one is authoritative. The third one is neglectful and fourth one is authoritarian. So I'm going to be going fully into the meaning of this particular, um, uh, you know, meanings of this particular um, list I made. Now, psychologists have shared like different types of uh, parenting. It just depends on the one you're on. So let's see the ones parents in the, or your parents or other people parents are. I can even check mine here to see the kind of parent I have. Now, since children do not come with manuals, parents often struggle, you know, to determine how to raise uh, mentally strong, well-rounded, and successful kids. And you know, it can be very hard. Although some people say parenting isn't hard, just just that it's hard, but it's also easy at the same time. That's the way I put it. Some parents are very strict, while others are, you know, uh, lenient. Some are vigilant and while others are just distant. There are some parents that I know that are very distant for their kids and says that uh, all they think about that, they, maybe, mostly it happens with rich parents. They think maybe mostly what the uh, child needs is money to solve all the problems. You know, you're not there to, you know, advise, you know, guide and all that. So, and to me, that's very bad. So, if the question is, what type of parents do I want to be? Like, you would want to be a better parent than your own parents, even though your parents are the best, but you would like to be more better than them. So, um, for the type of parenting, I've said the type before. So, let's get over to the meaning of parenting and styles. Each parenting style has different effects on children's behavior and can be identified by certain characteristics as well as degrees of um, responsiveness, the extent of which parents are warm and sensitive to their children's needs and demandingness. Demandingness is the instant of, of, control, of control parents put on their children in an attempt to influence their behavior. I saw someone say one time that why some, why some kids or why some children grow up liking God is because of the way their parents brought them up. And I believe that because if you teach your child not to... Um, go to church, you know, do some certain things. They are going to grow up like, like that's normal. Uh, like, I, I wasn't meant to do this. But if you train up your child uh, in a way, in a certain way, the child is going to react the exact way that the parents actually does. Because I think there is a problem again uh, about this that the apple doesn't fall from, far, fall far from the tree. So, I guess that's it. Now, for the first one, the pessimistic parents. Common traits are highly, uh, mainly, sorry, high responsiveness, low demandingness, communicate openly and usually let their kids decide for themselves rather than giving directions. Rules and expectations are either not set or rarely enforced. Typical goes, typically goes through great lengths to keep their kids happy, sometimes at their own expense. Actually, this is not my parents. They would never let you decide. <laughs> she said to my dad, he would never let you decide. He decides for you. So but we are going to get more into this. Pessimistic parents are more likely to take on friendship role rather than a parenting role with their kids. I know some people that are actually like this. I know some of my friends' parents are actually like this. They prefer to avoid conflict and will often 
acquiesce to their children's pleas at the sign of distress. These parents mostly allow their kids to do what they want and offer limited guidance or direction. In one way, this type of parenting is good because when you're friends with your parents, you tend to tell them everything. You tend to like lean into them like a friend, more not like a parent. But at the same time, sometimes it's bad because you can't really tell if um you're if you're doing your child more more harm than good or more good than harm. I don't know, but you guys understand what I'm trying to say. So I think in a way you should be a little bit strict with, with the way you, you you let them do whatever they want it's not everything because when you just give them all the uh partic- all this um particular freedom it tends to get out of the way so the way we also have a saying in nigeria that when you leave a mad when you give a mad person to uh ride a car or be a conductor which is like the person that usually allows people to get into the car or bus then you are indirectly the person is going to live more mad like he's going to go go more mad so i don't know how to i would explain this but you guys wonder what i'm trying to say but just like giving a mad person something every day so whenever you pass and you don't have something to give to the mad person he or she is going to like chase you or somehow like you know harass you like you don't have something to give me today so that's what i'm trying to say in this that's what i'm trying to uh, pass through now the second one is authoritative parents. Authoritative parent common traits are mainly high responsiveness, high demandingness, set clear rules and expectations for their kids while practicing flexibility and understanding. Communicate frequently, they listen and take into consideration their children's thoughts, feelings and opinions. Allow natural consequences to occur, e.g. kids fail quiz when they didn't study or uses those opportunities to help their kids reflect and learn. This is actually my, my, my mom. My mom is an authoritative authoritative parents like she guides you she she gives you rules but she doesn't like really uh she gives you freedom but not completely more like 50 50 you know sometimes she's strict sometimes she's not so she if you do something bad she you know kind of scolds you and teaches you or maybe uh, show you how that thing reflects in your life later on so you're going to be like oh this is actually how it is no i'm not going to do this again so that's actually quite good i love parents that are authoritative because you are not into your your child's life and you're not out either so you're just in between you're in between both worlds you are the friend you're also a parent so that's particularly good good so if you're an authoritative parent i give you a thumbs up you guys deserve the best so for the third one is the neglectful parents and that's the worst this is the worst because when you neglect a child the child turns out bad sometimes sometimes i've seen children that the parents neglected and they turned out good just depends on what the kids what's in the heart of the person what's what's in the heart of the kids so if the kid is mainly like oh my parents neglected me i'm like i'm going to be doing bad things then that's it but if the kid is like okay my parents are my parents neglected me but i'm not going to do that because i'm going to be a parent someday so i, I won't want my child to be um embarrassed by me so i'm going to change and do something better with my life so the common trait of a neglectful parents are low responsiveness low demandingness let their kids mostly fend for themselves perhaps because they are indifferent to their needs or are uninvolved overwhelmed with other things offers little nurturance guidance and attention often struggles with their own self-esteem issues and has a hard time forming close relationships so my dad is not on this but i think in some of these particular sectors he chose 
or he selected a few from them like on authoritative parents my dad selected one from them he selected one from the first one i mentioned and this neglectful parents is one which is like let their kids mostly fend for themselves because he believes that in the some ways because in the western world which yeah we are in now I'm, Af I'm from africa so he believes that once you're 18 years old you're old enough to fend for yourself so what it means that you can find a house by yourself feed yourself you know pay your house on but there are every everything else are not equal so there are some kids who take time to you know learn all this so you have to guide them you have to like really let them be at their own pace don't like try to you know chase them out of your house because they are old enough to fend for themselves you have to like really train them to see this is how life is this is how you are supposed to do so if you chase your child out of the house the child might end up doing something bad and you are going to be regretful because you are bad with them so i'm trying to say this because most african parents do this so if you're an african listening to this share this to your parents they need to really stop this yeah you are old enough to fend for yourself please go but i think mostly it depends on all the african parents though because i think some of them also don't do this because my uncle for instance he uh, even when his daughter graduated he wasn't like you need to get out of my house you need to get go go, go get married even he was kind of not sad but he felt it when his daughter was getting married so we're like ah, i thought maybe you have stayed with me for some time you know that kind of stuff but i think african parents should change this um view of take care of yourself don't follow other parents because they are doing it don't follow the westerners some westerners do it but not all i've seen people that are old enough 25 years still living with their parents that, that, that doesn't mean that the ch the person or the um the kid or the i don't know what you call them i don't know but the person in question is not going to look for a job and also it's not an excuse not to look for a job because they're saying your parents they're trying to you know get through you're supposed to look for a job and try your best to also you know help out in the house needs so this one is sometimes refers to an uninvolved parenting this style is exemplified by an overall sense of indifference neglectful parents have limited engagement with their children and rarely implement rules they can also be seen as cold and uncaring but not always intentionally as they are often struggling with their own issues yes i also understand that maybe sometimes some parents might not be that close to you they are neglectful but they also have issues like they are human beings that they tend to have issues but i think in that sense you shouldn't let your issues get in the way of your family you shouldn't let your, your issues get in the way of your kids because if your kids turns out bad like really really bad like you know you know when you you are, you are baking a bread and it burns to crisp and you can't do something about it about it you're just there looking at it you don't know whether to throw it or whether to eat it or something like that so you are going to like be thinking how how did how did it get to this like how how did i let my issues get in the in between my family so that time the issues would have flown out of the window and you are now into reality like you're thinking where did i go wrong so i think even though you are going through something, try try your best. I know it's not easy going through some kind of issues and you people are trying to tell you, you know, motivate you. I know it's not easy, but you have to help yourself. No one, no one is going to help you. People are just going to give you advice, try to motivate you, but you are on, on your own. You are going to stand up and fight for yourself. So also this part, I, I forgot to mention, I don't know, neglectful parents of like most, some rich people, I'm not, I'm not going to say most because I've not been to rich people's house before, but most of the time, what we see on movie, on movie, in movies do happen. So I think 
some parents, some rich parents or some parents are rather, are rather they tend to leave, let their kids handle things. Like someone will walk up to you and your kid will walk up to you, not sure, not someone, a kid will walk up to you and say, Dad, mom, I need some help. And you're like, oh, please go to my, go to my bag, take some money out of it. You don't even care to know what the type of help the child is seeking for. Whether it's an advice, whether it's a guidance, whether it's, you know, interactive uh, conversations. You're just there, you know, no, what do you want? I want uh, maybe something for my birthday. Oh, sorry, I couldn't, ma I couldn't make it to your birthday. Just, you know, take this amount, take this uh, uh, gift, take this car. It's what I got for you. So that's, that's, that's really bad. So for the fourth one is authoritarian parents. Common traits are mainly high demandingness, low responsiveness, enforces strict rules with little consideration of their kids' feelings or social, emotional, and behavioral needs. Uh, those are the ones that we call Hitler parents. <laughs> Hitler parents is the worst. Like, I've seen someone, many people that had this kind of parents, they, do, they don't let them out. They don't let them do anything. So when the child comes out of the world, it's as if the person is an alien, or he feels, or he or she feels indifferent from the other kids. So uh, this is actually really bad in the sense that first of all she can be prone to all these sex offenders, you know, because she doesn't really know her left from her right. She doesn't know this is what I'm supposed to do when I'm outside. This is what I'm supposed to do when I'm inside. You know, understand that kind of stuff. So also people, are, she's going to be gullible. People can easily take advantage of her, not only because of sex or anything, mostly maybe something about financial stuff and you know. A lot of things so i think you should let your child get exposed but not so much exposed just like in between i always really say this in between the two worlds don't let them get like too exposed and don't let them stay indoors always like don't don't keep them cupped up as if they are dragons in in in, 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 in a pile of uh hibernation so that's that, that's very bad Number three, often says, because I say so, when their kid question the reason behind a rule or consequences, some parents do this, because I say so, like my dad will always say, maybe whenever I'm trying to like tell him, this is not what I want to do, I want to be like, you are under my roof, you are going to do as I said. No, sir, please, with all due respect, you are my father, not God. So you're not going to like, insist this rule that I'm going to do it. If I want to, I will go ahead. If I don't want to, I will stay. So don't tell me because I'm under roof. What if... What if I wasn't under, what if I have gone out, uh, maybe I lived on my own, or what if, just there are a lot of what ifs, so I, I don't think parents should be using that word because I said so, I think you should try and reason with the kid and see if at a particular point the kid is making some sense, you're like okay, I think we should do it your way, you understand, so when you become friends with your kids, it's, you, you will see the love, it's much easier to communicate, no... No getting angry, no bad words, no, you know, disturbances. You're just going to interact as brothers and sisters or more like friends, really. Even the things that they, they, that they can't tell their friends, they are going to actually discuss them with you. So that's the essence of being a good parent. That's the essence of being a parent that is not too strict and not too uh, soft. Communication is mostly one way from parents to child, not from child parents. So uh, sometimes my dad will say, if you want to advise, it's like... Why are you trying to advise me? I'm your father. I'm supposed to be advising you. No, advice goes both ways. A parent can advise a child. A child can advise a parent. It just demands. It just depends on the age and how the child or, or parents is fit or how uh, 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 the their thinking goes. So I don't think it should go one way. 
So this rigid parenting style uses stern discipline, often justifies as tough love in attempt to be full controlled. Authoritarian parents often talk to their children without wanting input or feedback. And once you do this, you are in the <laughs> you are just separating your yourself from your parents. Like you're separating yourself from your child. I'm talking to parents directly now. Once you are once you are an authoritarian parent, you are separating yourself from your from your child because your child will grow up being an alien to you. Like I can remember uh someone that I know that whenever the person is going to get something new, the, although the person is already grown up, but at some point when you when you have good news going on in your in your family, you tend you like to tell your parents, but this particular person, you know, he wouldn't like he usually doesn't. The parents hear he heard things about him, good things about him. Maybe he built a house, he got married, and all that from outsiders. So you can understand the pain as a parent, learning that your child is doing great, but you don't know because the child doesn't talk to you. You know, he hardly even calls you. So you hear you hear this from uh, uh your friends or people in the the same community or people in the same country uh, village or anything you so for me that's that's very bad that's the worst thing that can happen to a parents apart from your child killing you or sorry that that, that that that's a little blow apart from your child doing something really bad like committing suicide or murder so with all this being said i think Children should also like really bear in mind that parents are really trying. So when your parents are turning out to be bad towards you, I think you should also stand up for yourself and you know speak out. Don't be like, mm, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let them go so that when I grow up and you know move out of the house, I'll do my own type of stuff. No, try and speak out. Even though I know African some African parents can be very difficult, but try and say something because most of the time, I think the moms in an African home don't talk. They only talk when they are with their kids. So when is is about uh, the parents in particular. I think this problem is mostly with the African fathers because they are the ones that usually do this a lot. So I think the mom is like, mm, I will go whatever whatever your dad says, but not actually doing uh, something. But later on, they can talk to the kids alone and you know try and advise them or not on their own. But I think that's that's just messed up in my own situation. I think. Parenting should go both should go both ways. Be friends to your 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 children and also uh, be close to them and also not too soft because when you are too soft, you are also in the sense of spoiling the child. But when you are too stupid, you're also in the sense of you know making the child be your enemy. But if you are in between the two worlds, you end both ways. Like you 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 demand for something like you say this is this is what I want you to become. This is what I want you to be, and. You know, because they are a friend, the way you say it, even the tone of which you use and say it and say the word, say those words, is not like very affirmative. You are just saying this because you are the friends. You're like, okay, my mom is watching out for me, my dad is watching out for me, my parents are watching out for me, so I'm going to just do this, as she says. And most of the time, when they when they come out successful in the, that particular issue, or uh, they they kind of um, get something good from it, they are like, wow, my parents, you know, they are very good people. They they direct me, they guide me, and all that. But don't ascertain affirmativeness. Don't ascertain this like I said, so you do it. Just say, you know, try this. You know, try this way. Uh, Let's see if it works, you know. Uh, like my mom said, um, I told her I wanted to like be an actress, you know, go into acting. My dad was like, oh, that, 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 that's a very bad course. Don't go into it. It's, it's, you're not going to get anything. So you must study medicine. You must do this. I was like, you know, dad, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to do that. But at a particular time, I spoke with my uncle. My uncle was like, okay, 
uh, you can do the two courses at the same time or like how it was like nowadays they don't study um theater arts like mostly universities they don't study like there's a school for it now you can be attending both like okay my mom said yes it's true you can't put your eggs in one basket just imagine you've been an actress or also a doctor so i ought i i i, I because of i didn't like um seeing blood and all that so because of mostly some the, the particular medicine that we we're going for was mostly involved in blood so i just decided to go for psychology so in the sense of psychology i'm also doing some kind of advising studying the human mind as i think it's sorry, the woman's uh, brain and all that and the mind and how people are react you know so in terms of the, what this project I'm, I'm doing I'm like okay I can do this you, know, you understand I can I can do both so I can go for uh, their schools here yeah, I think they're also New York Film Academy I can go to maybe for three months then I can still continue with my studies so I don't see it as something very bad so what I'm trying to say in all this is as a parent be equal be in both worlds and as a child try and understand that parenting is not easy it takes a lot it takes a toll on people so that will be all for today if you have any questions please don't hesitate to send them in as you can see if you have if you're on a spotify there's a place that they say q and a so you can send them in but if you don't have if you are not using spotify you can send them in via my email at nlmadu.cynthia16 at gmail.com so i'll see you guys on the next one bye ciao take care love you